Come on, Rocky Boy. Now the doctor came in, stinking of gin, and proceeded to lie on the table. Uh, 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 uh. I said, Rocky, you match a match. Rocky said, Doc, it's only a scratch. And I'll be better. I'll be better, Doc, as soon as I am able. Oh, yeah, yeah. Take one, take one, highway. Cal 33 in the middle of nowhere. The middle of nowhere. We pulled on to, we pulled out of Bakersfield and there was monsoon winds blowing across. What's that street you go from uh, where we left? We got to go 11 miles. What street was that to get to the five? Was it Taft Highway? Oh, Taft Highway, yes. We get on the Taft Highway and it's fucking just chaos, just tumbleweeds. I blew through like three, four, like literally just exploded in my grill. It's just chaos. We pulled into a rest stop somewhere outside of Coalinga, just before Harris Ranch, that beautiful part of the country. <clears throat> and uh, you can't even see like the fucking dust and the wind and the we get into the rest stop, but the power the power went out while we were at the rest stop. But tell me about your vacation. Come on, girl. No, I, I can't do that and drive. Talk to me. I can't do that and drive. Yeah, you, you just all you gotta do is talk. Open your mouth. Put your lips together. Up, down, up, down, up, down. Here is a story of. This is a story of. <laughs> this is. The story of the age of Aquarius. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. All right. Story is we drove, we made it down in stellar fashion, drinking and driving. And we get in to our favorite Christians in Bakersfield. It was the Rick and Rhonda show. Oh, wait. What what was that over there? Are you talking? Mr. and Mrs. Harris. That's about all I'm going to say. Bullshit. Until you want to chime in again. So, we crashed there in twin beds like Ozzy and Harriet. Because that's what goes on (laughs) at the Harris household. Ain't nobody (laughs) getting laid. Ain't nobody getting laid at the Harris household. But we made it out. Well, shit. What? So, I I cracked the window and smoked a nice little fucking bowl in the Christian household. And uh, my lady read her book on drinking. And then we woke up. I woke up at 2 a.m., Middle of the night because my something was wrong. With my like my I think it was With your what? my arm. I think no, no, no. That was the next night. <clears throat> I just happened to wake up at two a.m. in Bakersfield, 
And Did roosters wake you up because they they start throwing. I was awake before the fucking roosters. So I edited my podcast for last episode until about 4 a.m. Then I nodded back off. It got about quarter after five. Went out, had a semi-good cup of coffee, and we hit the road at 6.01. And in the pitch blackness of fucking Bakersfield, man, we hit the grapevine. Made it up and over. We hit Long Beach traffic. Worked our way to the 710. The old 710 split into the Long Beach port. Made it with about 40 minutes to spare. Checked in. Got the fucking tickets. Milled around. Used the restroom. Mentally prepared ourselves. And got on a fucking boat for an island that looked like we were out to find Kong. We were out... We went out to the island, the misty island, 30 miles off the coast, this dark, looming, little island getaway, just shrouded in fog, looking for the monster Kong. And uh, all on the way out, we saw dolphins too. And then we pulled in, once we pulled in, we hailed a cab. And that gentleman took us to Hamilton Cove, which is the polar opposite of the Brazilian favela in Sao Paulo. And uh, what I mean by that is it is the getaway of all getaways. It's white where white meant bread. It's where white people go to hang out and talk about Mexicans. And we did that. And so, but it was these, this tiered little esplanade of condos condos. all white of course naturally because white's right and uh, got inside and it looked like the fucking golden girls just fucking had their fucking they just threw up all over the place it was floral pattern pillows and uh, wicker furniture and white everywhere, white cabinets, white tile, white walls, white people, white jokes, white's right. Get with it, man. Get with the picture. And uh, so we had our little, oh, and then we've, well, the trouble was, what was the trouble? Tell us about the trouble. The door key. The dorky dork key. And uh, there was no door key to be found because Judy, our contact, our contact to our contact, our fixer, our fixer Rhonda could not find our other contact, Judy. Never did find her throughout the course of four days. She was our link up into the favela, into the little white condo. And uh, we were kind of in limbo over there for a minute until they went back up to, what'd you guys do? We went to the guard shack and uh, asked if anybody had an extra key, and she said the maid did. So the maid let us in, called Judy 1,500 times. I think Judy passed away. We never did see Judy. I think she's in one of the closets next to the croquet mallets. I think she was one of the croquet mallets. But nevertheless, we moved on, and so we did get a golf cart key and a house key. 
and uh, then we drove into town. And by this time, it was about quarter to six or so, thereabouts. No, maybe even a little later. Uh, and then we went to the Blue Water Avalon, which is our go-to. Well, it's a, that's the place that I went to last time, so I knew it was a safe, safe bet. And even though their menu was very pared down, which is fine because you don't want to be over, uh, it's, you don't want to be too busy. You don't want the menu to be too busy. But oh, no, it was about eight o'clock. Actually, I remember it was actually fairly late because we were kind of, uh, we were a little unsure as to whether or not we could get in anywhere. And we finally we did get into that place. And that's right on the wharf. Marched right in. And I proceeded to have uh, uh, a couple of cocktails, a couple of seven and sevens get my mind right and uh, I think I you know you know Rick and Rhonda are the polar opposite of what of, of me of you yes in every in every in every word in every way and, and even though I, it's the weirdest thing because they're bo- are they both in their 70s um Rosie was born in 55 or 56 so she's about the same age as Oh, so you late late sixties, so okay. Okay, so it's not necessarily like uh, looking at it in, in the terms of like a parental unit of any sort, but there is a definite gender generational gap. They're very reserved people because I initiated the uh, evening as far as buying dinner. I said I'm going to buy. I'm going to take us out for dinner because she drove us in. She got in her new Honda CRV. And drove our happy asses all the way across the grapevine and into Long Beach, which is no easy feat. So I decided I was going to buy us all dinner. But I think they get a little timid. I think when I when I start, you know, kind of uh, pushing out directives like, uh, you know, dinner's on me. I'm going to buy dinner. You know, what do you want? Tell me what you want. You know? Well, she told me in the golf cart um, by ourselves she just said that she didn't like she didn't like to feel like she owed people oh so. I get that oh I know I could tell I know and, and but <laughs> but and you know what obviously this is I mean they're no like they they're already like uh, their ways are already cemented into their ingrained in their uh, the way that they operate so I'm not gonna fault them for that but but I think that there's definitely like there's something about the uh, they 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 hit they they go to like a default mode like because when I mentioned I was going to uh, I'm buying dinner right away Rhonda was like well I'm just gonna get soup and salad so like I think she was kind of downplaying it I think she wanted to like you think so? not to, you know like you know like you don't want to be a burden oh, and with like props, uh, lobster. Something or what do you mean? No, like when we had when we had dinner because I ordered a fucking salmon. You had a. Of course. Well, what else is she gonna say? I don't want to be a burden. I don't know. But Rick had the brick, uh, the chicken under a brick, so. And uh, you had the steak. You're always a steak. You just go to the steak. Like you're just a steak, steak. It's safe every time. But. But you're, big, you're in a fucking seafood port. Okay, but I don't get steak every night, honey, ever. <laughs> so that is my go-to. All right, well, so you have the steak, and it was very good. Medium. It wasn't, it was. It what? Oh, 
I thought you said it wasn't. It no, it was. I said it was. It's medium rare. And we had uh, even the salmon that I ordered. And I'm not a big fan of cooked salmon unless it's really done in a particular way. And uh, they 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 uh, knocked it out of the park. So that ended up that turned into being a good, nice ordeal. So then we had to go get a trough of fucking wine, and we took that back to the favola. Trough, it sounds like you're trying to say it like a big box of wine, and that's yes, that's a trough. You know what a trough is? Yes, I know what a trough is. Horses and cows use it. Yeah, it holds a lot of liquid. So, we got a trough of wine <laughs> and we made it back. And Rick and I decided we'd just start talking about everything under the sun till about 1 16 in the morning. So, we talked about the Beatles, we talked about uh, we. T- uh, yeah, we talked about uh, um, like literally everything, quite literally everything, and then um, proceeded to have about fourteen glasses of wine. He didn't drink, obviously, but uh, I don't know. There's something about how reserved they got when when we would have dinner, you know, and uh, and it's cool. I mean, I I you know that's pr- just how they're they, you know they're very conservative. And that's cool. I, there's no, I have no issue with that. It's just, it would have been cool if they would have just kind of let loose a little. Like, um, did Rhonda, when did she have, did she have a beer the first night or no? Um, yeah, no. it was the first night. Yeah, she got a Bud Light. Did at, she, the first night? At the pizza place, remember? Or that was that the, wasn't the first, first night. night. You're right, you're right. So, okay. She got tea. Okay, that's right. She got tea. So, you and I drank one. We drank a cauldron of tequila. And what? a cauldron of tequila. And uh, so that ended up back uh, back at the condo, just rambling incessantly, fueled by wine. And uh, the next morning we got up bright and early and we made our way into town. I was itching itching to get out and just go climb up the side of a ridge I just was dying but I thought no 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 I'm going to I'm going to ride this little four piece quartet the fucking Beatles of Catalina the you know you me Rick and Rhonda we're going to we're going to with the barbershop quartet we're going to fucking ride this shit out I'm going to see what the what shakes loose we're going to throw it against the wall and see what sticks so we went into town, and what did we do? Oh, we got breakfast. We ended up, no, well, we tried to get breakfast, but we ended up at the Mexican joint, Coyote Joe's, which wasn't bad. Actually, I had a little. Uh, it, was, it was crap. I would never eat there again. <laughs> I'm saying. What if you were dying? I'd eat there. Okay. So we ate at Coyote Joe's. It was uh, ambivalent at best. All right, fair enough. I had the California burrito with French fries and uh, beans and uh, carne asada, all in, all encased and sconced in a giant tortilla, and I murdered that thing right in front of their eyes. Because I think the whole—I mean, the day before, all I all I'd eaten was like a mini little a mini little baguette with uh, ham and cheese all day. So I was uh, starving like Marvin, starving like Lee Marvin, like the like the fucking uh, 
like the Cockney say, I'm Lee Marvin, I'm starving. So, mowed that thing down like it was going out of style. And then from there, we sauntered over to check out the Eco Tours. And I was kind of skeptical at first because I didn't want to just... I didn't want to just immediately succumb to the whole tourist mode. But I thought, you know what? Fuck it. You know, even Anthony Bourdain succumbs to, like... You know, when he's in L.A., he goes to, like, the big giant donut and the big hot dog stand. And, you know, fuck it. That's what the tourists do sometimes. And you got to... You got to play the... You got to just play along. So, fuck it. So, we went over the Eco Tours, and that was... uh, Um... That was pretty cool, and they, let's see, we yeah, left. a two-hour tour. We, a two-hour tour. Yeah. A two-hour tour. But uh, we made it there before them, and I ended up, I ended up slapping down my card because uh, they stayed behind to finish up, and then they got, they used the restroom. So to secure four spots, the last four spots that were available, I just slapped my card down, and we got them. And again, I think Rhonda just went into like control, like fucking control mode. She's, uh, you just got yeah. kind of, <laughs> she got, she just, she got verklempt. She was just like, oh, 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 oh. you know, she's like running down every ATM she could find or some kind of cashback situation. And I didn't give a fuck, but I get it. I get it. But, and, and you know what, as polar opposites as we are, I mean, we are in every yeah. conceivable way, right. whatever they are, I am the opposite and whatever I am, they are the opposite. But there's something about us we click and we just have some good laughs like I know yeah like I can I could definitely crack Rhonda up I know that as she that's easy but I just let Rick talk because Rick just has this mode like he just starts going in on some story about uh, you know I went to Walmart one time and I I bought this giant pogo stick and uh, it was for my my granddaughter Is it raining right now Yes. It's freaking rainy. I my told you. Outside. What did I tell you, dear? Oh my god. I told you. Between the 85 mile an hour winds and the oncoming storm. I'm gonna have to take the check back to them and. Um, why don't? Uh, why do you have Jake peek out and look and see if it's I even still there? Some fucking bomb has already cashed that thing. Oh. It's not even wet. It's cashed. So. So. Poor Rhonda felt the need to just get this, just to just to divvy up, and uh, and that's fine. It's cool. Two tickets. And so we, but we got on the eco tour, and we were led by our girl Nancy. Her name was McGill, but she called herself Lil. But everyone knew her as Nancy. <laughs> Come on, girl, work with me. And Nancy was cool, and uh, so Rick Router, right, was a six, pa- uh, what was it, a, a six, no, eight-seater. Yeah, it was an eight-seater, because there was, you uh, more than that, actually, you, me, and Rhonda in the back. Nine, including the driver. Two in front, so that's five, two more in front of them, that was seven, and then, yeah, so, and Rick was eight, and then Nancy was nine, actually, yeah. Right. So Rick rode up in front in the cab, and then the three of us were up on the tiered back seat. And we fucking went straight up. We just went two thousand. We just climbed two thousand feet in the span of about fourteen minutes. But it was a very illuminating tour, and I felt like I definitely got my money's worth. Nancy was having a good time. We were all busting Rick's balls, and <laughs> it was. 
just just speed bagging his poor nutsack. And uh, but it was all in good fun, and we got to see bison. We got to see uh, two feet away. Like two oh, right feet next away. to us. Yeah, like yeah, like you could pet the motherfuckers. And uh, we saw a shit ton of quail. We saw what was the other? Uh, we saw a deer, but not not on the two, not on no, that. We two. saw like the eagles. And oh, stuff. the eagles! Yeah, yeah, the eagles that they that they had re uh, repopulated. Um, we actually saw the eagle watching over his nest as his eagle wife was sitting there watching the eagle triplets. <laughs> And uh, and we literally off-roaded on the ridges of these peaks, and it was it was it was both white knuckle white knuckle fun, and uh, but rejuvenating all at the same time. And the the views were just epic. We were above the cloud line. You could look over. You could see the top of Big Bear Mountain uh, on the mainland. You could see uh, Santa Barbara. You could see, I mean, it was just, I didn't realize it was like that. Like, I was more interested in laying out the road to the airport because that was the road I was going to hike up the next day. But, oh, so did you kind of want to go by the airport road? Because well, I thought we were going to loop around, but we didn't. We just went back the way yeah, we came. They, they but I don't care. That we were either going to go to Middle Ranch or by the airport, and she picked Middle Ranch. Well, I figured, I don't know, I figured she might have just kind of improvised and maybe worked this, worked it into a loop. Like, it would have been nicer to do like a, a loop and find our way over to the airport and loop it out rather than go back the way we came. But it was, it was all right. It was, it was no big deal. And uh, so then when we got done, that was Friday. Froy guy and we ended up we decided we were going to get pizza and beer that night that's when Rhonda finally had a beer and she Bud got, and a Bud Light so so she got shit faced and jumped up on the jukebox and started twirling her sports bra around and it was kind of embarrassing but I get it because you know it is what it is and I'm just kidding she didn't really do that but but we did. Fun. We went up. We ended up going to, uh, based on the recommend, not necessarily based on the recommendation. My buddy Mike had texted me uh, in in and out of service, in and out of signals. He, I managed to get us a couple of texts from him that recommended going to Luau Larry's, of course, which he told me about last time. But uh, to go get the wiki whacker over Louie Larry's. But he also said to go to Antonio's to get the buffalo milk. Although we never ended up getting the buffalo milk. Because I probably would have just gotten sick on that. I can't drink milk. But uh, so, but we did end up over to Antonio's. That was, uh, that was Friday night, right? Yeah. Yeah, because we uh, had the, the, the little waitress that looked like she was about 14. 12. And, uh, but that was an enjoyable night too. We knocked back a, a bottle, uh, an overpriced bottle of wine. And, uh, <laughs> even just, just matched wits with old Rick back and forth as we sat there 
he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a tough customer. You got to give him his crowd. You got to give him his due. But it was good fun. And then where we managed to retire fair, eh, somewhat early. I think we got back at eight thirty or nine or something. And it was more of a subdued, subdued evening Friday night because it was kind of like, what's going to happen? This is spring break weekend. It's Friday. The momentum's building. People are showing up on the boats. You can kind of feel the vibe building. And I thought to myself, well, we better just kind of, we'll go easy tonight because tomorrow might be, might get a little nutty, you know. We might have co-eds everywhere, you know, just me and Rick up to our neck in like oversized bikini tops and, uh. Size. You never know. You never know. Well, that's not your thing anyways. I like boobs. You don't like boobs. You've trained me to like boobs. Okay. I just don't... I'm just not a... I wasn't a boob guy originally because I wasn't breastfed. What, are you going to tease me about it now? Okay. I'm an ass man. I'm like Cosmo Kramer. I'm an ass man. <laughs> so... So, Rick and I didn't close the closed the uh, club down that night. We ended up going to bed at a decent hour. I think it was 10 or 11 maybe. And all, all in preparation for the next day. Well, what what did the next day hold, mind you? Well, I'll tell you. So next morning, Saturday morning, it's, oh, and it's getting closer and closer to it's just getting too close to the end of the whole stretch, and it just uh, at the midway after the midway point, I was just starting to think like I have to, I have to go now. Whatever I'm gonna do, whatever half baked scheme, whatever kind of trek that I could pull out of my ass, I had to go now. So I woke up about, I think about seven something, and Rhonda uh, was already up, and so I chatted with her for a couple hours. It's just her and I, and. Uh, Poor Rick was on life support. We had to get the EKG. We had to wheel, wheel a uh, portable nurse in to revive him. But once he had about, oh, 150 cc's of B12, he was good to go. And then I decided that about 9 a.m. I had to go. Like, wherever I, whatever I was going to do, that was when I was going to do it. So I bounced. I, I couldn't wait up for anybody. So uh, I bid Rhonda do. I said, I'll, end, uh, I'll meet you guys in town. I'll probably end up meeting you guys in town. And uh, so I, I hauled my happy ass through the favela, through the townhouses, past the zip line obstacle course, past the, the little beach club, past all the rental kayaks and right into town. Because I was actually on the search for bike rentals. Well, lo and behold... My dumbass didn't even realize, yeah, of course, Saturday morning. I'm sure there'll be plenty of bikes to go around because nobody plans ahead, right? Except for everybody. So when I got there, there was no bikes to be found. No bike. They were already pre, pre-rented probably days before. So they were sold out by 9.30 a.m. And then I went over to the <clears throat> wharf there to look at the uh, boat rentals, and it was off-season. So the, uh, the guy I talked to said it was uh, a winter thing, but it, winter's over, spring started, but they hadn't kicked in. They hadn't yet kicked in, the, the, the boat rental. So you couldn't get, I was going to get like a Zodiac or a fucking rowboat or some pedal boat or some happy, happy-go-lucky little contraption that could wheel our happy asses around the entire island if need be. But it was off-season, so that didn't help.
So I just decided, well, fuck it. I'm just going to start, I'm going to start my hike. So I went up, I climbed up past the infrastructure, past the restaurants, past the eco tours, up by Wrigley Mansion. And I made my way through all the back neighborhoods, just seeing what's going on, just seeing how, how, how these people live their lives in Catalina. And it was fascinating. And I made my way up over the, uh, the little tiny roads that wrap around the top of the islands. And uh, I was, uh, well, I guess I can tell you now. I was objectified by a go-kart full, a golf cart full of Filipino women. What? <laughs> what she told what? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you got jokes. Okay. I'm, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I was about to get pissed about something. I didn't, I didn't know. <laughs> just you know, Filipino women everywhere. And they're just coming out of this mountain. I mean, are you joking? Was there... Uh, no, but a, 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 a what do you call it? Go, a go kart, a golf cart, flew by me while I was coming down off the mountain, and there was a, a girl in the passenger seat that, as she went by, she was trying to be funny with her friends and had her arm stuck out like she was trying to grab my ass, and then she did that really happen? Yeah, it really did. <laughs> but she didn't grab my ass, but she saw I saw her arm sticking out. She was trying to get a laugh from her friends, so. It's just that's why the, am I finding that out right now? Hey, why? What's the? Who cares, dear? It's okay. not even. There wasn't even. They just they drove. They went past. Um, I don't know because when you take off walking, I trust you. Don't dumb I shit like that. To do what? To not do what? What are we gonna go like join a harem? If I can get a concubine? No, dear. It's just people having fun on the island, dear. Making a joke, you know. You gotta roll with it. So, it's all in good spirits, all in good fun. And when I finally made my way back down... Oh, do I need to go... You need to stay on the 5, yes. No, it says Sacramento that way. Yes, that's where you gotta go. Okay, then I need to go right. Yeah. And, uh... So when I made my way down into town, I started scoping out breakfast places, because by then it was about 11 a.m., and I thought, oh, I'm gonna do my due diligence, do a little recon work. That way, when they pull up on the golf cart then I'll have three or four choices three or four you know options to choose from and we ended up going into we found a well I started to make my way actually back back to the condo but they were uh, they intercepted me about halfway there and uh, I commandeered the golf cart and we drove over to what was the name of the breakfast joint uncle uncle I don't know. uncle crackers and it was a semi-okay dining experience it was omelet was a little dry but life goes on it was a hash browns yeah but we got right in i pulled up right up front wasted no time find a parking spot because people were filtering in and it was getting crazy it was getting busy there's a line out to all the all the people that you know, uh, all the self-proclaimed influence in, influencers were out in front of all the other breakfast places waiting to get in. So I just I, I read the writing on the wall, and I got us in that place, and just by chance, and we uh, 
We knocked it out. We knocked out a little breakfast. Hey, roll that up, please. And <clears throat> after that, we decided we were going to go to the museum. But the museum was $17 to get in. And I thought, well, I don't want to be educated that bad. Per, and, per adult. Per adult. And uh, so we backtracked. And what did we end up doing after? Uh, so we, did, if we, we didn't go to the museum. I think we ended up just making a... Oh, we made an we just made an afternoon. We kind of retreated back to the condo to enjoy the uh, amenities of the condo itself. There's a pool, a spa, a little, uh, a little jetty, its own little private dock, a little wharf thing. And it looked out over... Oh, and then a little golf course, a little tiny, like, chip and putt golf course, tennis course, which I really had no I mean it didn't appeal to me whatsoever so I ended up going I gravitated more towards the water because I could go out and watch the scuba divers and the kayakers and you end up reading and reading up on the up on the deck up there by the pool and that was a nice little relaxing thing and uh, at that so we actually at that point you and I were just on our own just you and I. So what I did was I took the moment, I took the opportunity to smoke pot. <laughs> That's right, because it's hard to do around Christians. But I did it, and I enjoyed the rest of the afternoon. Um, they made it back. Rick and Ron made it back, and we gathered our resources, got dialed, and went out for we were uh, the objective was to go to the lobster trap which was originally recommended to us but when we made it down there it was a two hour wait so this ginormous kind of land manatee driving a golf cart the nicest guy in the world but he was a I mean he was a he was a large fella said uh, he asked us hey how, was, uh, how long was the wait I said two hours you guys Hey, if you go to Steve's Steakhouse, call them right now. They're right around the corner. And if you call them right now and tell them you're on your way, they might have a spot. Just They might get you right in. I did that, and sure enough, Bob's your uncle. We got right in. And that was that was probably the best meal of the entire trip. Entire trip. Yeah, pretty good for a Saturday night. Yes, okay. yes. And I finally, I think I finally put Rhonda at ease up because I bartered a deal with her. And I said, if you pay for the parking back in Long Beach, I'll buy dinner tonight. And I think that kind of, <laughs> but she still ordered soup and salad. But, but she, it was. She did explain that if she ate a lot, um, she would feel miserable the next day. She had, she had to, if she ate heavy, it would have to be early in the evening, not late. But if you're going to indulge at any point in your life, it's on vacation. It's on that fucking island. It's on King Kong Island. So, but, uh, it it is what it is. Uh, What did Rick, uh, Rick had the, uh, oh, he had the ribeye, right? Yeah, he had the uh, 14 or 16 ounce. Yeah, he, yeah, so he, he indulged. And, 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 to top it all off, I took a shot in the dark and asked if they had any Basil Hayden's, and they sure did. Matter of fact, the uh, the uh, the server who I asked, he was pretty. He was excited about. He was as excited about it as I was. I'm like, fuck yeah, we're doing the Basil Hayden's tonight, dog. 
And uh, after two of those, I was uh, I was feeling very good. Were you? Yeah, that was a great evening. Yeah, that, that was amazing. It really was. It was nice. I got the calamari steaks. And you got the uh, lamb and... Uh, and crab. Oh, and lamb and crab. And you got mint jelly with it. And, <laughs> and you didn't know what to do with it. With mint jelly because you and you thought you had yeah it was supposed to go with the lamb but you thought it was like its own little you thought it was like you thought it was like jello like you just got a little side of jello so but that was good that was really good and it was just packed and it was so like that's the best part about to me that's the best part about gathering with friends and having a meal and just talking bullshit, just talking shit, just having a drink and just letting loose and just unwinding and open up your collar and relaxing and just letting your hair down. That's what, that's what good food and, and, and dinner and good, and good company is all about. That's what you do. That's, that's, that is the epitome of uh, enjoying life right there to me, you know? So that was a night, and and I gotta say, like it, that place was they, they uh, they killed it, and it was packed. I mean, you could, you know, even the waiters and the servers and everything, they were on top of everything. Yeah, you, you couldn't, I mean? but and there was not even elbow room in there, and it was right. packed out, and it was still good, and the view was good. We were right by the window. We got a killer table. They ushered it away. There's no way we got right in. And then when we got, and then as we just, and when we left, we, it was upstairs. We went down, down, down the staircase, and uh, the the little uh, what do you call it, the host maybe that was kind of like the street barker, kind of corralling oh, people in. Yeah. She got right before we got. She was like a host slash breeder. Right before we got past her, a couple of girls. What what were those two girls asking her? Like. I don't know. I didn't. Did, think did she, she want to just quit and go get a beer? Is that what she said? Yeah, they said, um, I'll pay you if you want to come with us and then you can drink with us or something like that. I'll pay you. And I said, do you know those girls? And she said, no. And I said, well, this guy will do it. And I pointed right at Rick. <laughs> and he and I, we were we were going to, I was going to, I was, I was going to ride him like a water buffalo over to Luau Larry's with a couple of random girls and we were going to shut it down. <laughs> so... But it was good. It was nice, and it uh, that was that was the that was the best. I think that was the perfect ending to the to a nice three day stretch. And because the next morning it was just a basically just a scramble. Because what happened? I mean, lo and behold, when we got back, old Rick and I just we went till about two thirty that morning. We went out. We were just yapping our yapping our you know flapping our gums till about quarter after two, 20 after two. I didn't realize it was that late until he he looked at his watch and he's like, holy shit. And uh, I'm like, this is going to hurt. This is going to hurt. Because I knew we had to get up early to get, you know, rolled up and ready to, ready to rumble, you know, and get on the boat and tidy up and, uh, you know, Cover up all the puke <laughs> and the <laughs> and the alcohol stains and the <laughs> and the burn marks and the you know the broken drywall. Thank you, Rick. 
and uh, but it was a good it was a good time and we, we made it out and the weather was it, the, something you know the, the unsung hero I think overall too was the weather because it wasn't hot and it wasn't cold it was a nice little marine layer that kept you cool when you heated up a little from walking or moving around or sitting in the sun but it was just it was but it was just enough not to get you cold you didn't get cold and it was almost refreshing and just listening to the waves listening to the ocean it was a good experience and we made our way we had to wait forever for the damn taxi but Sunday is just when everybody's filing out anyway so it became a free-for-all but we made it down to the wharf and hopped on the boat you uh you shotgunned a couple of bottles of wine right in front of Rick just just down just fucking I, I just tipped that shit, shit. I really did not. just challenged him just challenged him and uh I had to I had to do it <laughs> yeah, I had to why it needed to be done it needed to be done so here we are. We ended up and uh, we made our way. We got onto the boat and uh, it was a nice calm trip back. We got in, rounded up all our gear, threw it in Rhonda's Honda, the Rhonda Honda, and uh, made our way into traffic. It was a little hairy going. You, uh, you were springing a leak. You had to, we had to pull over. Because you were about ready to just... Hey, but you know what? When you guys got back on the highway, it was clear. And, so well... What about that? Well, yeah, that was great. And made it made it back in time. We had a little Mexican food in Bakersfield, or as they call it in Mexico, food. And it was enjoyable, and you got to hang out in Bakersfield. And uh, all of a sudden, there's Santa Ana winds that just... All of a sudden, it was just like 80 mile an hour winds. They were just blowing across the 99 and the Taft Highway onto the 5, and we just barely escaped out of town. So, made our way to the 5, shifted north, and here we are. We are now, we're coming into Stockton. And that's a wrap, folks. That was it. That's the whole thing. What do you want to add? Do you want to add anything? No, I think you covered all of it. When was the last time you had a vacation? Ooh, I'd have to think about it. Probably your last birthday, no? No, my birthday I was... Not this last one, but the one before that when we were in Tahoe. Before that, yeah. Yeah, so... That was nice. That was a nice little bookended little Sausalito slash Lake Tahoe endeavor. So it's been a little over a year for you, but I can't go more than about four months before I got to get away or I'm choking somebody out. That's all there is to it. But it, I'm sure it was good for you. You didn't, I think you were just as, I don't know, I think you were just as, uh, I don't know, you seemed like uh, you were almost disoriented. You didn't know what to do with yourself. Is that a fair assessment? I don't know. I'd have to think about it. Because you do, you get in those situations, you just don't know what. Because it's everything is so, so nice and so enjoyable to just stand in the middle of that town 
and look up onto the side of the hill and see all those little buildings and the people and the water hitting the beach and the boats and the fishermen and the parasailers and you just don't know you don't even know where to start your brain doesn't even know how to process that you just want to you want to do everything at once in my opinion when i get there i want to do everything at once is that a, is that kind of what you're thinking no nah probably not no. but anyway that was a good trip that was that was a that was well worth every penny i really really enjoyed it so so that's it yeah we even got the kids stuff we got some trinkets some last minute trinkets and um, <clears throat> UCLA got bounced out of the Sweet 16. I wasn't very happy about that, but I got to watch the last four minutes of that on Friday night. But, oh well, life goes on. You, you, you dust yourself off and you keep moving forward, right? Right. Right. Exactly. So, so that's it. That's it in a nutshell. That's our trip in a nutshell. And then here's another impression of me in a nutshell. Help, I'm trapped inside this giant nutshell. <laughs> All right, that's the episode. Hope you enjoyed it. I, uh, you probably felt like you were there. So, that's it. And I love all of you. And go fuck yourselves. And arrivederci, baby. Now Rocky Raccoon, he fell back in his room, only to find Gideon's Bible, uh, 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 uh. Gideon checked out, and he left it no doubt, to help with good Rocky's revival, oh, yeah, yeah. Ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do-ba-do